You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hello and welcome to the King's Place podcast, a series of podcasts looking at the music, comedy, spoken word, poetry and art you can find at this London venue. On this bite-sized edition, we talk to folk artist Chris Wood, who has helped put together a week of concerts at the venue entitled Commonplace, Love, Loss, Tragedy and Tales in Search of Anon and the Folk Tradition. We travel to a folk night in a local Walthamstow pub to catch up with Chris. Where, where to start? Oh, according to your, your website, you started off as a choir boy. It seems, seems a strange path to find yourself now a, a folk singer. Um, it doesn't feel strange to me. You know, if you sing when you're a kid, you just sing, don't you? And here I am now, still singing after all these years. And also, if, if you sing a lot of the English hymnal, anyway, comes out of folk music anyway. A lot of those tunes, uh, I can't remember who put it together, but I think they went out and they found loads and loads of gorgeous vernacular English music. Was it a, was it a cathartic experience? Was it a joyous experience singing singing back then? And something that you've has that stayed with you? I, if I think back. I could say that some of that music that I made at the age of nine was some of the best music I was ever going to make in my life. Now, I wasn't writing, that's the difference between then and now. But I was singing Bach and Handel and Boyce and Gibbons and Tallis and Bird, you know. I was singing some of the most beautiful music that's ever been written. All the king's horses and all the king's men I'm sorry but they haven't a clue how to put all the pieces together again It's just gonna have to be you The career's advisor was useless What was the poor man to do? And I had that sort of innocence that you have when you're nine. The way it used to work in our church was that all the boys were given an anthem, and the anthem I was given was Jesus Joy of Man's Desiring, Bach's Jesus Joy. And what that meant was that if anyone got married at the church, there was a list of anthems, and if they chose that one, that was my gig. So at the age of nine, without even thinking about it, the moment I heard that organ, I just stood up and I just did this sort of solo. And a lot of that music you mentioned, like Vaughan Williams, is something that's very, very, very British, and obviously that's that stayed with you. Yeah, I mean, of course it has. I mean, it's, it, it find, if if you're musical, then music finds its way into your marrow. I mean, very, very. I mean, I was thinking about this coming up. Music's a bit like colour. The eye can distinguish twenty million hues, right? We've got words like orange, red, blue, purple, right? Well, it's exactly the same in music. Our response. What it is we're capable of comprehending in music is just immense. And, and, and the effect that it can have on us, the effect that it has on Alzheimer's patients and all kinds of people with difficulties, it works on a level that we, we just can't even begin to comprehend. We've got words like rock, jazz, folk. It's pathetic, isn't it, really? From Monday to Wednesday, it's business as usual. So what's so unusual about my sweet dear? She's altered, she's different, she's just so spectacular. She's what we got wed for, she's keen and she's clear. 
Because Henrietta is just at the good sense To write them a letter in which they're advised That Henrietta has made a decision And from this day forward my darling's downside And it was interesting, I think, the path you've taken because... I believe that you went from obviously that beginning you produced some work which was instrumental and then you went back to to singing again that 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 seems you know does seem a certain amount of a full circle yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel circular at all um I didn't make my first solo album until I was about forty five forty six and there was a reason for that which was that I felt i was I was still learning i mean you know think of it as an apprenticeship if you like, so I was singing very early and then I became, well, I think I became interested in the aspect of, of the sort of unsung, the un, unvocalized element of music, all, all those bits of music that they are kind of the soul and the emotion that's there without the voice and the groove and, and different, you know, the way different countries would do that. I mean, the way that the, in Swedish music they use a sort of centrifugal force in their dance, the polska, their version of the... Polska, and the way that uh, you could listen to a fiddle player from Donegal, and you don't have to hear half a second, you say that's Donegal, and I started to think, well, what, what's going on there, you know? And I, I, I got very, very wrapped up in playing the violin for years and years, and I still do, still love it. But then I just got to a point where I just looked about me, and I found that I had a whole bunch of things to say. Let, let's bring it up to date then. What kind of contributed, and what influences have, have you brought to your to your latest album? The Handmade Life album. Well, uh, that that album, as we sort of went into recession, uh, th- there's 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 a, there's a song on it called Caesar, which begins, it's it's all the little things are what we find that matter. Now the circus has left town. You know, did you see how all the clowns were looking fatter as they tore the big top down? That's kind of at the heart of the album. It's. This idea that the whole that it's basically a game, you know, all the sort of financial stuff and the political stuff and the power. It's, I mean, I've got a brother who's a very, very big businessman, you know, and 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 they call themselves players. They call themselves players. What the Handmade Life album was about was was just sort of just sort of giving people the courage, you know, in that French sense of the word encourage, you know, giving people the courage to not feel that they have to play the game to quite the extent perhaps that they felt that they did to simply withdraw I mean we're not talking full self-sufficiency here but if you put Tesco's at one end of the continuum and you know complete self-sufficiency at the other it was just trying to to get people to to realize that they don't have to swallow the whole Line. It's all the little things that will we find the matter. Now the circus has left town. Did you see how all the clowns were looking fatter as they tore the big top down? It's such a quiet revolution, but as the callers jam the phone. Still believe in seeking a solution. 
Coming to King's Place then, what are you, what are you trying to achieve over this, this series of concerts? Well, the festival's called Commonplace, and it was Corinne Polwart who came up with that. She, she and I were are sort of co-curators, very interesting being a co-curator. Um, and it was Corinne that came up with this. She liked the, um, the sort of the, the paradox, the commonplace at King's Place. Um, we're all so obsessed with things lofty and, and meritocracy and all the rest of it, hierarchies. And so we began to sort of feel that the person that we wanted to put at the centre of this King's Place Festival was in fact a non, the, the ordinary, a celebration of the, what I think Seamus Heaney calls this, just the sheer one thing after anotherness of, of daily life. Um, and so Corinne and I thought what we would do is we would we would have a, a festival right in the heart of London and we'd we'd put the ordinary as uh, uh, right at the centre of it. And, and taking one one concert as an example, I think you you're working with people across different disciplines. So people like Simon Armitage, sort of a, a poet, and I think you've got some storytellers. And and so you're obviously not making it straightforward. This is you performing your songs. You're, you're, you're obviously different, different ideas and different, different things. Uh, folk music doesn't it, it doesn't really have any boundaries, as far as I'm concerned. Folk music is really there's no aspect of human existence that that isn't touched by folk music, that isn't sung about. You know, there's nowhere on earth that that you won't find folk music. It's about people, and people are not just about you know being audiences at gigs. And so, for me, it's it's perfectly natural to have a poet and a writer and a storyteller and a singer and a journalist all on stage at the same time if it had been up to me i'd have probably had a chef there as well and a carpenter and a driver because a soldier i'd like to have had a member of the armed forces on stage as well because there are so much of English folk song uh, is tied up with certainly the Napoleonic Wars but also there's no limit really to the sort of conversation that you could have on stage uh, and then after that after the conversation I want to then sort of lead that in, into the music so certainly for the first concert Martin Carthy and I I know for a fact that that we won't have a set list what we sing will come out of the conversation that precedes the, the gig. Oh, that does sound amazing. Um, and, and there's various other things. I think there's, there's workshops later in the week. Yeah, Corrine is, is having a workshop, um, the Big Sing, I think, uh, where, where, again, you, you just break down this idea that you're a consumer only and that you pay your ticket and sit there. It's not like that. You, you, you come along and, and, and you can sing. And I'm doing a, a, a workshop on, on, on writing songs. You know, the greatest songwriter that ever lived, as far as I'm concerned, is a non. So why, why do people feel that they can't do it? You know, completely unschooled geniuses all the way back through history. So why now do people suddenly feel that, that you have to be some great star or something in order to write a song so yeah we're just chipping away these are just little drops on the stone
You've been listening to Chris Wood talk on the King's Place podcast. Commonplace, co-curated by Chris Wood and Corinne Polwart with Alan Beerman, runs from Thursday the 9th to Saturday the 12th of February. Please visit our website, kingsplace.co.uk, for more information about these events. Tickets for all events are available from as little as £9.50 online. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Thank you.